Sage is fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreeNetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage the Rage Lewis. Does anybody know when spring is? Like, uh, we always watch Groundhog Day on Groundhog Day at my family. Uh, my wife loves Groundhog Day. It is funny. When is spring? Let's see. When is spring? March 20th. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> there's a funny... You know, is it Bill Murray? Is that the main character of Groundhog Day? He's like, he hates his life, and he's over there in Puxatawney, and this, you know, he's in the bed and breakfast, and he comes out of his bedroom to go broadcast his, you know, his 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 Groundhog Day <laughs> report, and this guy's like, "Howdy, neighbor. Do you think we're gonna have an early spring?" and <laughs> And uh, Bill Murray's like, I think spring is going to be on March 20th. He's like, oh. And then Bill Murray walks off and this guy's like, I think that's when spring really is. (laughs) That's pretty funny. So, yeah, spring is coming. In fact, maybe you're watching this, listening to this, hearing this, and it's already spring. Sunday, March 20th, ladies and gentlemen, 2022, the Northern Hemisphere will begin spring, spring, and it's a beautiful day out there in the neighborhood. Uh, I don't know where you are, but right now in Akron, Ohio, beautiful, beautiful. It says it's only 45 degrees, though, according to my TV. Uh that's always good news uh, when you work in the homeless community um, because, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to suffer as much. Um, you can fundraise better in the winter, obviously, right? Because people, American citizens the, in the richest, most Christian country in the world are like nearly freezing to death in tents they're not legally allowed to have. So, you know, rightfully, the good people of America are like, man, that is screwed up. <laughs> Let me give some money to that cause. <laughs> so you can really fundraise off of the suffering of the homeless of America in the winter. It's not as easy to fundraise in the summer. <laughs> but absolutely possible. Um But truth, I mean, honestly, it's it's just this huge relief because, well, first of all, in the homeless community, um, they don't like being cooped up, man. I don't know about, I mean, nobody likes being cooped up. Who likes being cooped up? It's, it's cooped up. It's a bad thing. People like to get out. But in the homeless community, um, 
it's it's cons I mean they love they love it. So let me I'm gonna look at the camera right now. I'm gonna see if it's online. A lot of times the camera is not online. But I'm gonna go look at the camera. Uh yeah. So here, look, can I sh I can't show you look, can you see this? That's the day center right now. Right this very minute. Empty. It's empty. Because it's spring. It's 45 degrees. Nobody wants to sit around in a stupid basement. <laughs> My houseless friends are some of the more most outdoorsy people I've ever met. And I, I have outdoorsy friends. I do. I do. So at any rate, ah, Thomas Francis Rebman. I haven't gone anywhere on Facebook, have I? Maybe I just haven't come up in your feed. Maybe according to the Facebook algorithm, what I'm dishing out is not what Facebook thinks you want to see. But I am I'm, I'm, I am glad to be back on Facebook. <laughs> I There's a lot of good people on Facebook. And um, all these... All these, uh, um, here, can you see that? Let's see if I can make that bigger for you. Ah, there. So, uh, the, you know, there's, there's good people and, you know, but sometimes the, the atmosphere is a little sleazy. Uh, same with that next door. Sometimes next door is good and sometimes it's sleazy too. I don't know. I, I, I think a lot of times people just, um, look, people are a mess. Okay. Let's just say it. People are a total mess. They are, uh, <laughs> good afternoon, homie. <laughs> it's only 10 a.m. Mind you, where I am, I don't know where you are. Who knows where I'm? But good afternoon to you. <laughs> um, look, we're dirty animals. Can we all just accept that? Can we all just accept the fact that we are dirty, smelly, grimy animals? Uh, Thomas says, "Dude, it's so amazing." Hold on. Let me move my picture up here, maybe. I'll put it right up here. Uh, it's amazing how similar things are everywhere related to the poor and disadvantaged. Yeah. Where are you from, Thomas? I'm in Akron for the next few days. Well, that's good. Well, then, my dear friend, Omi, it is still morning. <laughs> Don't rush my day. Don't rush my day. <laughs> Yeah, where do you live, Thomas? Uh, we are messy. Messily complicated? Yes. So that is the first, ah, Palm Bay, Florida. I got to look that up. That sounds delicious. Let me see. Let's see the weather. Palm Bay, Florida weather. Let's just see what kind of lovely day the Palm Bayans are having. Let's see. Go. Ah, oh, beautiful day in Palm Bay. 71. 71, it'll be getting up to 78 today. A little bit of cloud, a little bit, just a touch, just a touch. Let's see you on the map. Where is Palm Bay? I don't know. I don't know a lot of these. I don't know a lot of these cities. Cocoa Beach. Are you on the East Coast? Oh, I love the East Coast. I'm an East Coast boy. A lot of, 
we a lot of Ohioans, we are they go to the West Coast. And I got nothing against the West Coast, but personally I like I like the ocean, man. I like the big waves. I love it. And you know where I like to go where my wife makes fun of me? Daytona Beach. Daytona Beach. You know what they say? You can take the the boy out of the trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the boy. I love it. You know why I love it? Because you can still drive on the beach on Daytona Beach. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I love driving on the beach. I love it. I love it. Where Now, where'd my friend go? Tampa, where? Anyways, I lost him. But right now, my favorite place, Miami. Miami, baby. Miami. I would love to go take my kid to spring break in Miami. We're too busy. Too busy. Uh, is this where there's a, what is this? Uh, there's a campground I stay at in Miami. Tom Thumb Food Store right there. Must have been to it. Must have been to it. I can't, I don't know why I have this circled. I don't know if that's Monkey Jungle. What is Monkey Jungle? There must be monkeys there. I didn't go to Monkey Jungle. I better go. Next time I'm over there, they got the Miami exotic animals. Oh, my gosh. Look at that crazy lady. Wow. She's looking all pretty with her big snaky snake. Okay. That's, well, let's move on. Anyways, love Florida. Uh, uh, ooh. Yeah, so there you go. You see... Omi says, I prefer the golf side. I think it's um, regional. A lot of us Ohioans prefer the golf side. Uh, do you Google review? It's a hobby for me. Oh, do you have 5 million views and likes, Omi? I do like to review. Uh, the cold night shelter that I started has a mysterious fire. What? What is the cold night shelter are you talking about? That's awesome that you have 5 million views and likes. I love it. I got to see what that is. Cold night shelter let's see yeah cold night shelter is this it is this what we are talking about right here is this it uh, in tallahassee it must be it you started this man oh you rock look at the people man making things happen making things happen uh oh yeah oh i do definitely google review uh omi absolutely uh, oh, are you saying there was a fire at your shelter? <laughs> uh, Palm Bay. Okay, let me look it up. Uh, cold Night Shelter, Palm Bay. Palm Bay. Covenant Presbyterian Church. Is this it? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. This is it, I bet. Cold Night Homeless cold night. Cold nights during the night. Oh, this is beautiful. Downtown Melbourne. They're in constant need of volunteers. Usually two to four hours. I understand uh, this is the usually the bottleneck. I was just reading an article about this. So this is the bottleneck of. Um, ooh, Thomas is giving me a. Palm Bay's first cold night shelter opens in Mosaic Church. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's watch the video. Central Florida's second largest city is now opening its first cold night shelter. I did not know Palm Bay was Florida's second largest city. 
Tonight, the Mosaic Church in Palm Bay is expected to keep a couple of dozen homeless men and women warm and comfortable. News 6's James Ferrero is inside the church right now. And James, this effort to get results is months in the making. And tonight's the big night, Julie. A lot I wish I had teeth like this guy. Look at those perfect teeth. Not yellow, straight. Mm. Of love in this room right now. We're watching a couple dozen volunteers. They're putting the finishing touches. This will be the dining room and also where those people will sleep. Getting results, giving their time this Giving Tuesday. And right now, everything's Giving coming Tuesday. together very nice. Aww. We have everything from gloves and coats and socks. Everything someone would need for a little dignity and a lot of warmth and comfort. This is the first night. And Pastor Sean Peters is anxiously optimistic. Mosaic Palm Bay will be successful, becoming the city's first cold night shelter. Was it troubling to you that the second largest city in all of Central Florida did not have a cold night shelter? Yeah, it was deeply troubling, and that was one of the reasons why we wanted to try to do whatever we could to help. It's just amazing that we have our first cold night shelter night happening tonight. Pastor Peters getting results with the help of homeless advocate and getting results award winner Tom Redman. Supporters. That's you. Is that you? Tom Redman in the news. Where'd he go? I lost him. Doggone it. What did I do with him? Where'd he go? Of opening the shelter took their cause to City Hall earlier this year where they were backed by leaders. The church on Port Mal Backed by leaders must be nice. Alabar Boulevard now ready for this first night below 45 degrees. Men and women welcome tonight beginning at 6. Dry goods pantry here. Everyone will be fed two meals, dinner tonight and breakfast tomorrow. The church says when they get these beds laid out, they'll have room for about 50 people. Wow. We're excited, but we're a little anxious too to make sure. sure we get everything together the way it needs to go. We want it to run smoothly and we Homeless people are easy going. Don't you worry about a thing, sir. We want our guests to be able to have a good, comfortable night stay. I mean, the fact that they have a roof, it's like stratospherically ahead of where they were. And the pastor's working with us right here, right now. Those blankets you see on your screen, those were donated by a veteran. Again, oh, that's nice. And everyone who wants to come stay here tonight, they're asked to be here from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Okay. After dinner, there will be a movie up there on a that A movie? Stage. You get a movie? And because it's expected to be another cold night tomorrow, the volunteers will be back again. The cold night shelter will be open again for Wednesday. Live in Palm Bay, I'm James Sparvero, News 6, getting results. Wow. James, that's certainly nice to see. Thank that you. That is nice to see. Central Florida's second largest Shh. city. Okay, we saw it. We get it, lady. We could watch it. One. Uh, I am a pariah. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Why are you a pariah? What, Thomas? Oh, do tell me the juicy gossip, my friend. A pariah. Ooh. Uh, it's, yeah, well... It's Florida. It's 71 degrees, homie. I don't think... Uh, who wants to sleep out inside? Um, we should get t-shirts. A pariah. <laughs> I want to know why Thomas is a pariah. I got to know. I got to know. Um, so... The... I love... I love when churches do this. Um, I I don't know. I put people up just like Akron, Thomas says. Just like Akron. There it is. There it is. Um, so let me see if I can show you this. We only have 30 cold nights a year. Yeah. And what do you consider cold, Thomas? What do you consider cold? I'd like to know when you, what what temperature. For, for us, it's 15 degrees. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs>
For us, it's 15 degrees. Um, let me see if I can show you a picture of something. I don't know if I have it. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's one. Okay, let me show you this. So here is, this is uh, uh, Ashley. Uh, we're, you know, when the winter, uh, when the snow goes away, there's just a lot of clutter and stuff. So we're cleaning up. But what I want to draw your attention to is this roof right here. Let me move my picture down so you can see it. This roof right here. This is owned by a company who hates us. Now, on the other side of us is a, a Catholic uh, low-income senior living facility that also hates us. Well, this week, now, if you notice, we are up on a hill, and then down below this hill is a, I don't know, eight-foot cyclone fence, okay? It is nearly impossible for us to go into their land, okay? There's this, there's a steep hill, there's an eight-foot fence, and then there's thing. This week, they got out a ladder, they put it on the side of their building, they climbed up on their roof to take pictures of us. That is the only way they can see us is by putting a ladder on the side of the building and climbing up on their roof. But they did it, no doubt, so they can go and complain to the city. No doubt. <laughs> Below, oh my good lord. Um, so, yeah, the yeah Minnesota's busting a, a, a an encampment. Yeah, unhoused, houseless, homeless people. I'm okay with that. It's cold in Florida, ladies and gentlemen, when it's below 42. <laughs> it's 45 right now. And you saw, they're all outside. We, we have a little thicker blood up here, but still, I'll tell you what, must be nice that you care about your houseless neighbors enough to give them shelter when it's below 42. Uh, yeah, that's what Omi says. Omi says, yeah, our Florida people aren't walking around coats prepared for third degree temps. Uh, yeah, but Florida, that's right. Funny how... Funny the low I coke Catholics hate the no income. Yeah, how Oh yeah, funny how low income Okay. The homeless coalition here attacked me because I was advocating. Ah, yes. We got to chat offline. Yeah, we should. We should. So, what I'm going to tell you is that no matter who you are, a bleeding heart liberal, a God-fearing Christian, your humanity only goes so far most of the time. <laughs> when you start getting no good, smelly, rotten, disgusting homeless people like Ashley right here, 
Look at her. Look at how terrible she is. Oh, my God. Who would want to live next to Ashley or Dustin? And then the girl in the purple, that's Ashley squared. They're, they're a couple. I call them Ashley squared. <laughs> Ashley and Ashley. Spelled right and everything. At, not only are they at, they're both Ashley Marie. Both Ashley Marie. <laughs> um, there's a stigma. There's a stigma when you live in a tent. Let me see what else I can show you. Uh, oh, here's me in a, in a dumpster. So uh, one of the things about homeless people is there's a lot of trash. Uh, there's a lot of reusing and recycling. I think the hippies would like that, right? Reuse, recycle. Well, then I come around and throw that crap away. Um, there was an article, let's see here, hold on one second, I want to show you this article where they, you know, called out no good rotten homeless people, here it is, it's today's, Akron has a litter problem, keep Akron beautiful, and then down here they take a picture of, give me the pictures, give it to me, where's the pictures, where are you, where's the pictures, ah, right here, um, here is Daniel Marvel, operations manager. Operations manager of Keep Akron Beautiful. Looks over the trash and debris from a burnt-out homeless camp near South Broadway. Now, don't mind that this was someone's house that got burned to the ground. Oh, and may I say, fuck this guy right here. Fuck him. This guy right here, one of these Canadian geese, this guy here, look what he's doing. He's moving in. I would not be surprised if this goose set this fire. He is an asshole. He can shit anywhere, live anywhere, and he is a protected class. And he's mean. Do not cross him. Do not get anywhere near him or his wife or his kids. He will fuck you up. And they're mean. They are mean, 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 mean. This goose right here is like, good, I wanted that guy out of here. This is my spot. And that goose will be allowed to live right here and shit everywhere. Everywhere. You ever seen that goose shit? Good God almighty. So, yeah, we are not having a conversation here about how this was an American citizen, human being's life that was burned to the ground. What the conversation here is, Gross homeless person <laughs> and save the geese. It's, there's a lot going on here. It's a, practically a, an art piece. <laughs> but my whole point is when I take care of homeless people, I take care of the trash. This alone should make me the hero of Akron. Do you see this? This is a clean camp. See how there's no trash? That's because I get off my ass and I clean up the trash all the time. Now, this is muddy, but it's, it's I got to fix the mud. But no trash. Sometimes, I, oh, and this person, they gave me this. They put it on my, 
Oh, this breaks my heart. This is so sweet. So, so like sometimes homeless people give me little treasures and they, I came back to my truck and this little guy was on my truck. <gasps> oh, this, oh, I love it so much. What else can I show you? Uh, here is Dustin's tent that was burned down a couple days ago. Bust, du oh, and may I say, no homeless service provider showed up. No mental health showed up. No Red Cross with gift certificates. The only guy that showed up, the inspector to take pictures of that. I took a picture of this. Uh, this was out of um, Dustin's tent. What does it say? Gather happy moments. Isn't that crushingly depressing? Yes. Yes, indeed. Here it is. Me on my trash. Dumping the trash. You know who pays for this dumpster? Me. Me. You know who takes the trash to the dumpster? Me. Oh, and do this stuff right here, this is not my land. This is this is abandoned uh, Akron City land where they have just collected tires. Nobody takes pictures of that. Nobody takes pictures of that. What else can I show you? Uh, wait, 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 wait. I'll go back up. I did take some pictures of some trash. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me talk about trash. Okay. Now, here is some trash before I picked it up. Okay. Now, I'm going to blow up on this because what I want you to, what I want you to see is, I want you to see this. Okay. I'm going to explain to you what I'm looking at right here. I got some bicycle wheels because this guy bicycle wheel repair. I got some wheels of a cart because he's going to repair a cart. Here's a stranded propane tank that he probably just found here's some more tires here's a uh, uh leaf blower and what i want to impress upon you is oh and then here's a baby gate sometimes that they put this on their camper door this used to be my camper i donated it to this uh, man and woman and their dog um this guy has a knack of making things look so homeless. So homeless. Like, he enters, like, it's, I don't even know how he does, it's so disgusting, it becomes art in my mind, okay? Here's like some, let me blow this up. See that, that, look at, look. Look at this, look at this. That's a, a cookie that he took a bite out of, threw it on the yard, Here's a trash bag. He couldn't even tie it up. The trash is falling out. Here's some trash. But, you know, and here's a tarp. Like, somehow this tire got entangled with this tarp. But it's not even the trash that's the problem. The problem is how he somehow entwines it in his work and his daily life. It blows my mind. Okay? Now, I don't think I took an after picture, but I cleaned all this up. I cleaned up all the trash. I organized all the tires and uh, threw a lot of crap away. We have a rule at the homeless charity house and garden that if it's outside of your living establishment, it is mine. I own it. And I have the right to throw it away. By owning it, I mean I'll, I usually throw it away. Um, 
Did you guys ever watch that show, uh, that 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 comedy routine? Bob Saget. He's rest in peace. Uh, Bob Saget. The Aristocrats. Did you see this? I'm not gonna play it for you. Um, but anyways, it's funny. Because the aristocrats is one of the most obscene jokes ever. And Bob Saget, who was like America's Funniest Home Videos, this wholesome guy, is crushes it. Crushes it. He's hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, so if you like really dirty, dirty jokes, I recommend the aristocrats. <laughs> The whole point of the aristocrats is to make a really dirty joke. And so at any rate, my whole point is I in 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 uh remembrance of Bob Saget and the aristocrats, I like to tell a story to my homeless friends. And it goes something like this. I look at a picture like this. I look at a picture like this. Okay? I I and I stand here with my homeless friend and I'm like, "Look, man, One of the key things I am here to tell you is that middle-class people only have one rule. Keep it neat. And I'm like, and then I, and from there, I vamp. And like here, I'm going to maybe not give you the most vile, but I'll be like, look. In the middle-class society... A guy can come home drunk and amped the fuck up on coke, beat his kids, rape his wife, strangle his dog. But nobody cares as long as he keeps it neat. Keep it neat. And then I go into another, then I go back in. So that part, always vamping. I'm always working my material on my keep it neat joke. Okay, on the like in the in the style of the aristocrats, always working it. I will not. That's probably the most benign uh, version of my keep it neat joke that I can come up with because, you know, wholesome audience. <laughs> but then I'm like, look, man, you think it's about the drugs. You think it's about like you being homeless. It's not. It's about the trash. If you would keep it neat, they would leave you the F alone, man. I tell him every time. Every time. And then they joke. They'll, they'll laugh at me and they'll be like, ah, that's funny. I'm like, I am so serious. You do not understand middle class uh, values. They don't care what you do behind closed doors as long as you keep it neat. And you know that's true. You all know that's true. Y'all know that's true. But I think they think that, like, it's absurd uh, that uh, um, they would, that that people would actually care more about the trash than whether or not somebody is freezing to death outside. But absolutely, 100% they care. Uh, Omi says, I'm not homeless and I'm floored every other day when I take trash out of how much one household produces. Yeah, right? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's true down to my kids. I'm every aspect, right? And it's constant about. So, um, yeah, 
the the Thomas with the, you know, um, yeah, being, uh, you know, being attacked by the homeless coalition, um, I'm no longer allowed to get needles at the needle exchange. I am no longer allowed to go into the homeless service and mental health provider, CSS. Um, they do not want to fix these problems. They love the problems just the way they are. Because it keeps the money flowing. If the grassroots people could do the work, we would eliminate all of these bloated bureaucracies, and that is the real danger. We cannot eliminate the bureaucracies because it's making people rich. Omi says, as long as you follow the small rules, you can break the big rules. Exactly, Omi. Exactly. If my kids listen, do their chores, keep their grades up, go to work, don't get in trouble, you can get away with smoking weed or whatever. That's it. Thank you. Ooh, you have a 30 plus you have 30 plus camps, plural, in your city? Wow. The problem is keep them employed. Yeah. They, yeah. They want to keep their jobs. And Thomas comes in with that makes lots of money so this is the truth this is why uh, grassroots organizers like thomas and like me and all these other people are fought by the bureaucracies because we are an existential threat to their income they don't actually know how to get a job or how to work they wouldn't know what to do if they were put out of business they literally wouldn't know how to do it. Uh, you got 30 camps in the woods, huh? Okay, yeah, right on. So we are fighting usually a Democratic-run, you know, the Democrats want to give money to the government so they can get rich. The Republicans want to give money to the businesses so they can get rich. But it's all the same. Everybody wants to get rich. It's such a small-minded way of thinking. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Thomas says they're everywhere in every patch of woods. So, oh, let me show you this. Let me see if I can show you this. Hold on, hold on. Okay, here, watch this. Okay, right now, right now we are doing our budget hearings in Akron. The city council is doing budget hearings. This is about the evictions in Akron. Akron was number one in evictions in Ohio and like 24th in the country. Right. Thank you. Thanks each and every one of you. And the recurring theme I hear every year, and I've heard it for a whole bunch of years, and it's not about a courthouse this year. The recurring theme I hear is that we are doing just as much, if not more, with half the staff. Of- they love to jerk each other off, tell each other about how great they're doing. Some of the other towns in Akron. So you, you, 
We continue to congratulate you. Let's congratulate you. Wow. A bureaucracy. Oh, my God. You're so a wonderful. And uh, I think, as anyone would say, this and more will do. This and more will do. <laughs> oh, you're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, shut up, Jude. So thank you very, very much. <laughs> he laughs at his own jokes. Mr. Chair, I can see that Councilwoman Holland has to... Thank you. Mr. Chair? Councilwoman Holland... I don't understand. Some people are in person, some people are on Zoom. I don't know why. Has her hand raised? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Okay, Ms. Holland. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Actually, I could hear most of what Councilwoman Amobian was asking, and I think she was interested in understanding what the current volume of eviction cases is. And I'd like to know that, too. Where are we today compared to six months ago or a year ago? This council person is one to watch. She got appointed. uh, The council person she replaced died. And she, I think... I, I think I like her. Sure. So um, in the um, the handout with all the colors in the graph, there's a breakdown of civil case filings. And um, under the forcible entry detainer evictions, we are currently at 20, well, in 2021, we, um, there were 2,407. In 2021, okay, now, we are a city of 190,000 people, okay? 2021, the year of COVID, about 2,400 Forced evictions. Um, before the pandemic, our average numbers were around 3,800. 3,800? Let's just do that. Let's take the math. Let's carry to one. 3,800 divided by 365. 365. 10 a day. <laughs> Seven days a week. Seven days a week. 10 a day. So, uh, again, you know, I had mentioned about 80%, 70, 70-80% were getting back up to the numbers we were pre And we're coming back. Pandemic. Pre-pandemic. That's information that you passed out to us, is it not? Yes. I know you've repeated, you'd said that earlier. Yes, so. I don't know who this chairman guy is, but he is a total dick. It's, um, the, the 2021 eviction numbers are listed on the. He acts like a king. Um. And he, I don't know who he is. Of the document. Okay, excellent. Thank you. I, I think that uh, Montrella said this, uh, Ms. Jackson said this, but uh, our numbers are increasing in all of our cases. So during the pandemic. Okay, so this guy is like, look, the numbers are increasing in all cases. Pandemic, you know, they did go down. Uh, but the- Well, they went down because we weren't allowed to evict people, but we still evicted 2,400 people. Um, you know, we're starting to get uh, busier as we were pre-pandemic. So I, I see the eviction cases rising. Uh, so there you go. They're rising. Uh, again, to prior levels. Two prior Thank levels. You. We will be yet again number one in evictions in Ohio. Okay, now, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a little story. Um, yeah, forced eviction, (laughs) uh, forced evictions, uh, yeah, okay, oh, there's so much good conversation going on. So, 
Um, yeah, forced evictions is the bailiff shows up and your shit is thrown on the street. Okay. So I am working with a woman right now, okay, who is being evicted in two days. She has nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. And she just bought a brand new mattress. And literally, because this mattress is such a, I mean, a huge purchase for her. She cares more about the mattress than she cares about herself. Because she saved up to buy this mattress. Do you understand? She scrimped and saved to buy the mattress. And in two days, that mattress is going out on the curb. And she has been desperately pleading with me to help her with this mattress. And of course I'm helping. Come on. What do you think? <laughs> I'm just lucky. A lot of times I, I look, I often, and I tell homeless people this too. I'm like, I store people. I do not store things. <laughs> uh, but I've recently had a, a heart uh, change. I've, I've had a new sentiment. Uh, what? Uh, compassion for hoarders. And I've, I've never really understood hoarding. You know, I've talked to Omi about this. I've never really understood hoarding because uh, I'm not a hoarder. Uh, my wife would disagree because I'm an auctioneer. And she's like, yeah, really, Sage? I'm not. I'm not. Stuff just gathers quickly. Um, but I'm like, I know people that their stuff matters more to them than anything else in their world. And I could just tell that this mattress meant the world to this woman. So I'm going to pick it up tomorrow. I'll get her mattress for her. I got a building. I can put her mattress. But don't you ask. I'm not I'm done with mattresses. It's just she looked really, really sad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what's funny is Thomas says it's all Republicans down by him. I have a friend who is in Texas, and it, she's mostly Republican too. But what's funny is... She tells me all these stories of the Republicans, and they act just like the Democrats up here. They're all the same. They're all the same. Uh, Omi says, there's a group of the population that don't mind living next to homeless people. Yes, usually poor people. Uh, all the others claim to be leaving the cities for the suburbs. Right. And then fucking worthless politicians. They are pretty worthless. All they do is talk. I really don't know. I Politicians and bureaucrats don't know how to get things done. They just know how to have meetings and spend other people's money in, 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 in worthless, pointless ways. I've uh, never been un evicted, so I'm unfamiliar. It's a horrifying thing. Uh, they, they forcefully throw all your crap on the lawn. And then what happens is if you're in a poor neighborhood, then all the neighbors come by and steal your shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been evicted either, but I've been, I have evicted people and I've been, and I've helped people that, uh, have, and it's crushing. It's just yet another, uh, incredible form of trauma. It's unbelievable trauma where you lose control of your life. Your tr life is completely out of your control. Uh, do I have a place for her? Um, I've offered her a tent. She's never tented before. And, um, um, I really don't even think that's her biggest concern. I, all right, I'll tell you what, I'm really into affirmative action right now. 
So like I'm and I'm trying to wind down my camps. So here's the thing I'm doing. So all right, I think there's about 200 people in Akron that are that need shelter. Two to five, I'd say two to three, four, two. To, let's call it two to four hundred people that need shelter. Like don't have a don't have a couch, don't have a you know they don't have a place to put their car. And I have a little piece of land which on its maximum day can maybe handle 16 or 17 tenths, okay? Maximum. So I can't solve the, the shelter needs of all of Akron, okay? I can't do it. Physically can't do it. And besides, everything I'm doing is still illegal. Don't forget that. Everything I'm doing is under the precipice or under the, the, the guise of that is not allowed, Sage, Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm shrinking back my camp. I, I shelter people during the winter because they literally needed a place. My camps always grow in size in the winter because people are desperate in need of, of shelter. You can sleep under a bush uh, in, a, in 45 degrees. You can't sleep under a bush when it's 10. You just can't. You need, you need shelter. Um, um, so... Uh, hold on. I got to get this. This is my wife. Hold on. Hold on. Rocky. I have a really wait, wait. I, you are on the show. Can oh. you, uh, is that okay? I just wanted yeah, to let you know. You are streaming live. This is, this is so important. Okay. This I need to know. I, uh, yes. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Are you in the house? I am in the house streaming on Facebook. Why are you not participating in my Facebook live? Because I work for a living. Oh, so. yeah. You, oh, man, you sla wage slaves. Ugh, okay. So exhausting. But you know what? I broke away from wage slavery to call you on this very important issue. I am do ready. You know, do you know that today is a holiday in America? Praise be to the Irish people. Yes. What is it yeah. about? What is it this holiday meant about? Just a drink? What? Or was it, what is St. Patrick's Day about? Was he the guy that brought out. The, yeah, the yeah, snakes or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. a Catholic holiday. Okay, okay. Um, but we we need to, it turns out, <laughs> well, I've decided yes. we need to eat corned beef. Yes! And potatoes and maybe some cabbage. Yum, yum, but, yum, yum, yum. Do you want me to go get that? We got. It's got to sit in our crockpot for like three and a half hours. I am on it. Totally, I, I am totally on it. screwed the pooch on this. Okay, this is most important. Um, I only have like about 14 more minutes of my show. I will end the show and I will rush out. Could you send me a, like a, 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 a text, a text list, a list and a recipe. I'm down. I am okay. down with it. I'm on it. I cannot wait. I love corned beef. Thank, thank God you got the phone and we were able I, to I knew this was important. I could say. tell it was important. That's why I picked yes. it up right in the middle of the show. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, thank honey. You. Thank I, you. I All right, text me that stuff, and I will run right out. This. Yes, indeed. Thank you, honey. Thank All you. Right. All right, day. I love you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We're gonna go get the cabbage. Uh. Let's see. Do I have a place for it? So anyways, oh, back to my, my uh, affirmative action. I hear we aren't supposed to say affirmative action anymore. I hear we're supposed to say social justice, Black Lives Matter. Uh, what else? Something else. Something else. I guess affirmative action isn't cool to say anymore. I don't know. I can't keep up with all the things. I don't think it's racist to say affirmative action. 
you know, when I was hot younger, you know, when I was hot, never was I hot. When I was, why did I say hot when I was hot? <laughs> oh, honey, look at you. That was never a thing. Okay. Anyways, um, uh, so at any rate, um, I've decided that I'm shrinking back my camp and focusing on people that I think I can actually physically help. But then I also have this affirmative action thing where I'm like, I, I always have too many white people. There are more black people homeless in all of America and in Akron, but I always have uh, uh, more white people. And honestly, um, like, for example, right now, like Hell's Angels, I'm hearing a lot about Hell's Angels and their friends are kind of in my sphere. It used to be Aryan Brotherhood. Uh, I haven't heard a lot about Aryan Brotherhood recently. I don't know where they went, but Hell's Angels is a thing. And I, I mean, I don't think that racism is a huge component of hell's angels but it's clearly a white thing you know there's a there's a black uh biker gang that is the you know opposite i can't remember their name uh i'm not all hip on the all the gang stuff but um at any rate i have made a a, a point of saying look we need to get more black people in here because uh it's looking too white and so at any rate um i've been accepting a couple new black people, but I don't think she didn't seem that excited about a tent. She just seemed like, so anyway, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Omi says, I definitely have hoarding tendencies. It's easy to do. Omi says, I've always had the mentality that people come and go, but my possessions are mine with me forever. See, that's, that is what I have never really understood. Uh, and I'm trying to, uh, uh, appreciate that perspective. Um, a lot, I've noticed a lot of full curbs in Kenmore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're throwing everybody out. The, 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 the there, that's it. I mean, you saw it, you heard it in the, in the thing, the, um, um, the, uh, we had 2,400 when we weren't supposed to have any convic evictions, right? That was our slow point when evictions were stopped. During COVID, 2,400, and now we're going to go back to pre-pandemic levels. So, yeah, we're going to see more. Um, and the fact of the matter is, it's just the bottleneck of the court system. Like, I think they could probably do more. They just don't have enough uh, court time to funnel all the evictions. Yep, Acme, uh, Omi's going to go get some cabbage at Acme. That's very good. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Um, so, at any rate... That's what I know about that. Uh, if you haven't heard, I'm running for mayor again. And uh, I ran before as an independent. I'm running as a Democrat this time. And what I did was when I ran for mayor last time, I kept kind of a daily journal and it was called On the, uh, uh, the Road to Mayor. And... Um, I posted, you can see here, I, you know, I said day 106. You can see how I did. Look, look how diligent I was. Look how diligent. You see there? Almost every day. One, two, three, four, five. I mean, it was amazing. Every day I posted. Uh, but I wanted to, uh, we maybe won't have enough time to talk about this, but I just want to, I want you to hear this interview of a homeless man. Now, this is day 71 on my uh, journey 
uh, Road to Mayor, right? Day 71, okay. I had um, been talking to homeless people by this time, but this was my first interview, and I thought this was interesting. So let's listen. All right, so if you were going to tell somebody something they don't know about the homeless, right. what would you... See, there you go. Strike one. The homeless. No. Homeless people. What would you tell them? Well, there's the old joke from Jake Johansson that says, don't give any money to the homeless because they're just going to go drink it away. Yeah. Because they live in a box. Uh, this guy did not want his name or face to appear, so I can tell you he's a drinker. But then Jake Johansson says he lives in a box. He might need a drink. So there's that. So, uh, and I think maybe we're kind of figuring that out. That was in 2015. That was... Um, pretty revolutionary news to me at that point in time i'd maybe heard that idea before what, what when was this again i posted this august 18th 2015 so we're looking at seven years ago yeah yeah but, your life is all and sometimes that's what happens but most people that are homeless want to be homeless bam this is a homeless guy saying most people that are homeless want to be homeless. Very interesting, right? And I've heard homeless people say this to me. Want to be homeless. And they, what do you mean by that? They don't want to be a part of society. They probably can't handle the... So there you go. They don't want... But then he switches it to they can't. The social aspects that you need to live with somebody else. Or the so this is what's interesting to me. Like want and can't they don't want or they can't responsibility of having a house payment on payment on payment so pay the, you know okay so so this is what's it so i think i'm splitting here hairs here but i will hear and and the reason i am uh, my 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 feathers kind of kerfluffle or whatever on that is because People that are kind of suspicious of homeless people are like, they want to be homeless. They're choosing to be homeless. And I'm like, well, it's like being obese and choosing to go get uh, the supersized Big Mac meal deal for lunch, you know? <coughs> it's like that. It's that kind of choice. It's, um, you swore last night you were never going to drink again, and now you're pouring your first drink. It's, it's that kind of choice, okay? Pay the rent, pay the utilities, yeah. have a steady job. Those people can't do it. They can't do it. And I'd say this is more of an accurate statement. Yeah. They, either they can't do it or they don't want to do it. Yeah. Okay, now he comes back around. Can't or don't want to. And it is, right? Like, let's say, for example, you, you know, you don't want to quit drinking. What does that mean? I don't want, I, I've had many people say to me over my life, I could quit drinking. I just don't want to. I could quit smoking. I just don't want to. Well, it's ruining your life. Yeah, I know. Well, no, it's not. Yeah, I mean, my life's fine. Yeah, I mean, I just lost my job and my wife left me, but screw them. Yeah. The uh, institutionalization that 
Reagan brought in in the mid 80s, yeah. uh, the early 80s actually, displaced all of them. The really? veterans. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, basically what Reagan did was he decentralized mental health stuff and sent the money to the states and the states screwed it up. The mentally incapacitated or incapable. Yeah. I don't want to say incapacitated, but the incapable. Yeah. It, they just can't. They need a ward, a ward of the state. Reagan <laughs> threw all that out. It's gone. And that's why. These- Sorry. That's why for 30 years, everybody's just kind of walking around like zombies out here. Yeah, because you were saying earlier, haven arrest for a single guy, you get five, five nights a month. Five nights a month. In the- okay, yeah, so he's talking about the haven arrest at that time, and I don't know officially what it is, but you get five nights a month. I think that's still the same. Unless you're on a medical, psycho, or work contract. Yeah. A work program. Yeah. All right, so... The, the haven's good about that. They, uh... They take 80% of your money, uh-huh. they put it in an account. Yeah. Once you hit about 20, uh, 2,000 to 2,500, yeah. they kick you out. Yeah. They don't kick you out, but they say, right. here, you got enough, you can put a down payment. No, they kick you out. Payment, you know, first month's rent, security deposit. So they help you get a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. But if you're just a schmuck, yeah, they go, no, five days. Five days and then you're out. And you're out. So, so. All right, so I, I that's. I, it's a it's a pretty interesting interview, um, and it was really revolutionary to me at that time. But, <laughs> and I don't honestly know the official stance at Haven right now on that five day thing. I I think they keep the doors open more in the winter, um, but I'll find out. I, I mean, that's always seemed to be the thing that you get five days a month. So if you only if you're not going to do their work program, and why wouldn't you do their work program? Well, they take eighty percent of your money, which means you can't afford your phone bill, you can't afford your storage unit. Okay, eighty percent of the money. So some people are like, I can't afford that. <laughs> I can't afford for them to take eighty percent of my money. But they don't make any, uh, you know, exceptions. So, um, and so, the Haven of Rest is the only men's shelter in Akron, Ohio. Highly Christian. You have to go to church three times a day. It's 21 times a week. Um, and if you're not in the work program or the psych program, or the physical disability program, you get five nights a month there. So where do you go? Where do you go? And that's the ultimate question. Uh, Looking real quick here. Uh, Yo, I'm fat, and I'm about to get a Big Mac. I love Big Macs. And as I eat it, I think, oh, this is making me fat, but it tastes so good and makes me happy. Exactly. My life is shit with or without it. I'm going to die anyway, so I'm going to do what I like. Exactly, Omi. And isn't that the fact of the matter? Like, who gives a fuck what I do with my life? If you don't want to help me, if you don't want to be my friend, fine. Stay out of my life, but stop judging me because your life is no better. Your life is no better. Yeah, I got friends that sit around and hang out and talk to their friends all day and, and, and they're out in nature, smoke a little weed, sometimes a little meth when they can afford it, and that's it. 
who am I to judge that lifestyle? What if they are the ones that are actually waking up and we are the zombies in the matrix? I got to go. People, I love you so much. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. Uh, keep fighting and believing that the world can be a better place. You know why it can be a better place? Because you are in it. And I'm here to tell you that's why I fight. Because I see the goodness in you all the time. I will see you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.